Good morning, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. My name is Sarah Jane, and today we are diving into a Rogue News segment. And no, Rogue Radio does not rest, not even on Memorial Day. But I do give a lot of respect and a lot of love to anybody who is fighting or has fought for our country. Thank you very much for your service. I appreciate you. Rogue Radio appreciates you. And we are going to get into the news. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, all links to my YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. Yes, I have a Twitch. I don't know when I will be live, but I will let y'all know. But links will be down in the description below of the YouTube channel and this Anchor podcast and Spotify podcast. So be sure to click on those if you want to see more and you want more information and all of that good stuff. All right. Okay, there is a lot in the politics area on the OAN News website. And, um, yeah, this is going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know which one to pick. Okay. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, uh, sued by white reporter. Now, if you guys don't know who, um, Lori Lightfoot is, she's, um, the, I want to say she's the, yeah, she's the Chicago Mayor, okay. Yeah, and um, she's like a really big Black Lives Matter um, advocate saying that she's basically said to her, uh, like, the people in Chicago just, like, don't stop rioting. I don't care what happens to this city. So, uh, karma's actually starting to get her, so let's just read it. Chicago Mayor uh, Lori Lightfoot is being sued by a white reporter. <laughs> On Thursday, the Daily Caller's Thomas uh, Kantanashi said he requested an interview with her multiple times, but she ignored him because of his race. See, that's what I don't understand. I understand, like, hey, listen, have your BLM movement. Have, Have the Black Lives Matter movement. If you are a person that means well in the Black Lives Matter movement, I do not care. Okay? But when you start looting, shooting and rioting, that's when I have a problem. And also when you're prejudiced against white people. That's when I have a problem. Like, if, if you want African-American rights, go ahead. I, I, I'm all for you. Do it. Okay? There's a lot of people in, uh, there's a lot of African-Americans in show business that, uh, got screwed over. So yeah, we do know that racism does exist still. But you have to understand to find the areas in where it's needed to be called out. Uh, so the fact that the Chicago mayor, or the what is what is she? Yeah, the Chicago mayor um, isn't letting this person interview her just because he's white. That's racist. There's no other way of going around that at all. But the journalist argued Lightfoot violated his First Amendment and Fourteenth Amendment rights. This came days after Lightfoot was grilled at a press conference for her controversial pledge 
to the Grant one-on-one interviews to the black and brown reporters. The fact that the City Hall press corps is uh, overwhelming white has very little in the way of diversity. It is an embarrassment, she stated. Uh, We are a city that is almost three-quarters people of color. I believe that City Hall Press Corps uh, should uh, need to reflect the, the diversity of our city. So Thomas Katanashi, or Katanashi, if I, yeah, I'm probably mispronouncing him, but um, some personal news, this is what he tweeted, some personal news, I, along with Daily Caller and Judicial Watch, am suing Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot for racial discrimination. The mayor denied me an interview based on my race. Incredible. Kent Tanashi uh, said, looks, he said he looks forward to holding her accountable and pointed out that it's blatantly discriminatory to prevent journalists from doing their jobs based on their race. It all calls to into question uh, that what happened to Freedom and Press. Yeah, uh, I really hope that Thomas Cantonashi is successful in his endeavors to, you know, give her a taste of her own medicine. Like honestly, that uh, I don't know. I hate press when it comes to like in- invading people's lives. When it comes to like paparazzi and stuff, I know that's different, but um, I understand that we need press to a degree. So when it comes to asking the mayor to, hey, can I have an interview? You should just do it. Like, why are you discriminating? That's that's hateful. That's awful. This is why this is why racism still exists. Point blank. Period. Okay, I actually don't know how old this article is, but I kind of wanted to read it because it's got our president, our true president, Trump. It, it It's just so nice to see his face again, even if it is just a picture. But poll 66% of Republicans want President Trump to run in 2024. I hope he does. I really hope he does. A new poll has further affirmed Republicans want President Trump to run for White House again in 2024. Uh, The Quinnipiac Survey of Adults released Wednesday uh, found 66% of GOP uh, respondents want the fourth president uh, to run again. Wait, isn't he the 45th president? He's the 45th president. I, don't, I think that might have been a typo, but the poll is not is notably found. 85% of Republicans want candidates to mostly agree with Trump on key issues. This comes as Trump seeks to promote America First candidates uh, in the midterms, while among the oust House GOP lawmakers who sided with Democrats in the second impeachment. of Republicans want candidates to agree with Donald Trump. Americans support early cut 
to federal jobless benefit. Uh, meanwhile, a new analysis of mainstream media reporting of U.S. politics revealed their ongoing focus still means still remains to uh, on President Trump. Uh, let's see here. According to new research, uh, at least 40% of media reports uh, about Biden administration make uh, mention of Trump. This is uh, continued to happen despite the 45th president having been out of office for 127 days. Uh, additionally, reports about things unrelated to President, president Trump such as Biden's spending package, still mention the 45th president in 30% of all cases. Uh, According to analysis, the name President Trump is used to attract audiences amid dwindling revenues of of the legacy media. What they're basically just trying to do is trying to demonize Trump to the point where he won't win the next election. That's that's what they're preparing to do. I mean, that's simple, but 66% of Republican Americans want him in office again. And yes, me, I want him in office again. I cannot express how much I think President Biden is so stupid. I cannot express how much I think he's just an idiot. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. He He's so dumb. He's so dumb. Not only is he dumb, okay, he's also hired his vice president, Kamala Harris, to just run around back and forth trying to confuse everybody. Like, oh, okay, I'm the border czar now, but you're not going to actually go down there and take care of the root problems, which we know is very obvious. I'm not even going to, like, freaking repeat myself over again. We know the root causes, so why don't you just go ahead and take care of it, unless you're a part of it. Because we all know that Democrats are really corrupt, especially in the office. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry. I don't, I cannot fathom. (laughs) I mean, I can because I see it. I see what's happening. But like, it is unfathomable sometimes what Biden and Kamala Harris has done to dismantle America. That is, (laughs) it's baffling. They've done a lot, honestly. They have, they've done a lot. But a lot of dumb things. They've done a lot of dumb things. Kamala would rather play around with buses that would cost a whole lot more money just to make them eco-friendly, right? Instead of going down and taking care of the drug cartels, human trafficking tunnels in Mexico, they are literally throwing children over the freaking wall to America so that they can traffic children If you are not taking care of it, then you must be for it, Kamala. You must be actually okay with the abuse of children and women and the abuse of drugs. That's okay for you. That's okay. Uh, If you guys have not uh, looked on my Instagram, I have said that um, I have posted a 
book. It's called Cursed. I can't remember the, um, I don't know. I can't remember the title of the, the thing, the book, but it basically states that America was just a whole big, like a big bartering chip throughout the years. It, it was never really supposed to be a home for people. It was just a bartering chip for other countries and other people. And they, they use other countries also as like little like poker chips in order to be like, okay, I, I win this country, so you give me this. It, it's basically like a big poker game to like the elites. Like how many, how much can we get for this policy or that policy or how much money can you give me if I give you this? It, it's just like back and forth, uh, just of dumbness. And this is I try not to uh, talk too much about American history because I do believe like the Founding Fathers meant well. I believe um, that there are good parts of history, but when it comes to, like I said, America just being a piece of land to be, you know, manipulated, that's basically what it is today, and that's all that they will ever see it as, especially with... Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They're stupid. They're the stupidest pair that have ever been elected into office. They're a joke. Speaking of the witch herself, Kamala Harris leads infrastructure talks. Uh, without Biden, isn't isn't he supposed to be involved in this too? Like, I understand that Kamala Harris or like the vice president in general is supposed to have its own, their own little to-do list, but she's not doing it, of course. And so she's also talking infrastructure plans without her president. Because I know uh, the president was also talking about infrastructure as well. Why is she involved in this. You're supposed to be at the border. Anyway, Joe Biden has once again delegated inf- infrastructure talks to a member of his staff. Oh my god. Okay. On Wednesday, lawmakers made the trek from Capitol Hill to the White House to discuss infrastructure. Although, instead of meeting face-to-face with Joe Biden, the group was greeted by Kamala Harris. So that's the spirit behind the conversation today, uh, Harris expressed. I welcome all of you virtually and in person to have this conversation where we will have a candid and honest exchange of ideas and perspectives. Okay, the bipartisan group of six Democrats and three Republicans, yeah, six Democrats, three Republicans, outnumbered. That's how they want it. That's how they always want it. Why can't you just have, like, an even number of Republicans and Democrats? Like, it's dumb. Why? The three Republicans discussed uh, high-speed broadband internet, which is one of the few areas of the infrastructure package where Joe Biden finally con- conceded to the Republicans' proposal of $65 billion. Okay. 
if we're not in debt enough, but okay. We have a significant uh, counter-proposal on real infrastructure that is paid for. There's no need to raise taxes. It, it's already been done, though. Three dollars for a bottle of milk. Thanks, Biden. Stupid. Dang. It also avoids the big threat to the economy, which is inflation. Okay? Uh, we strongly recommend that President Biden endorses his this proposal for the best interest of our nation. And this is also a video, so we are going to play it real quick. Well, uh, first I want to thank Shelley for your amazing hard work on it. You talk about somebody that has patience and persistence and always doing it in a positive way. Uh, very, very grateful. This is a real offer. This is of substance and significance, what we're bringing forth today. And it's what people at home in Wyoming think of as infrastructure. It's, you know roads with potholes that need to be fixed uh, it's uh, waterways that about and, and airports and ports that are clogged you're worrying about flooding in different uh, water systems that would help we think about bridges that uh, are aging and what we can do to help those and this is what president biden talked with us about in the white house this proposal is fully paid for does not need to have any raises in taxes and avoids the big threat to the economy right now which is inflation Inflation is the number one threat to our nation right now in our economy. And that's not just me saying it. It's Larry Summers, who was the, had a long piece in the Washington Post the other day talking about uh, inflation that is coming and coming faster and to a greater degree than he even thought. And it's because of all the additional spending that, that's going on uh, because of this additional uh, trillions of dollars going into the economy. So when we talk about this $700 so this billion or repurposing money, there is clearly money that should be spent in ways where the money has already been committed. It's not additional borrowing and additional spending. This is what we talked with the president about. Uh, this is what he has asked for from us. And this is something that can actually pass. What we're proposing today could pass in a bipartisan way. And kind of, uh, the old nickname for Joe Biden is middle class Joe. This is something he would normally be for. And this is something that the middle class of America would say, yeah, this makes sense to but I'm us. not allowed to press on my On the other press. hand, you have uh, the Democrats demanding first $6 trillion and now $7 trillion uh, in spending for a whole lot of different things. So they may override the president on this, overrule him, and that's what I, my concerns are with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer uh, and what is basically socialism camouflaged as infrastructure, uh, which is the direction that they're heading with massive tax increases, which are going to hurt the economy, massive spending. If that's the direction that they want to go, they can try it. They're not going to have even a single Republican support for that approach. I would say to President Biden, this is something that will work. It will help the country, it will help us move forward. And we would very much recommend to you uh, accepting this moving ahead with it, endorsing it, and getting this done for the best interest of our nation. Okay, and that was the uh, video. You can uh, determine whether that's good or bad. Honestly, like, it sounds good, to be perfectly honest, but will it cost the nation a whole lot more? That's the thing. Like, if it's going to take care of inflation, that's great. We don't need $3 to pay for, uh, you know, milk 
you know, I mean, living is expensive now. Um, and I know that the Democrats, at least one of them, uh, Ocasio-Cortez has even said like, you know, she's a socialist. She believes that people shouldn't be, you know, too poor to live, but people are too poor to live now, you know? And I don't know if, if this works, then, you know, go for it. But I don't, I don't trust the government anymore, especially with Joe Biden in it. Like he has done nothing. That concession occurred during meeting between uh, Biden and lawmakers last week. So Biden did meet for, you know, with y'all. Okay. I don't believe it, but anyways, uh, however, in the meeting, since other people within the Democrat party are steering far from the bipartisan agreement, uh, and closer towards the one-sided legislative approach, um, this fear seemed to be only amplified by Harris's comments at the meeting on Wednesday. The president and and I have been very sincere and focused in making sure that these conversations were bipartisan uh, in nature for a number of reasons that are probably obvious, Harris claimed. Why don't you just elaborate? Come on now. Uh, Republicans in both chambers have repeatedly said that their intention was to approach the negotiating table with the spirit of bipartisanship, but now it's still not clear who is sitting on the other side. Oh, yeah. I'm done. (laughs) Rolling to Remember forges ahead despite Biden Pentagon rejections. So... Rolling to Remember is an annual event aimed at honoring war veterans who were either taken prisoner or um, are still missing in action. The motorcycle event, formerly known as Rolling Thunder, will take place Memorial Day weekend on, in Washington, D.C. The year's turnout is pr- respect, expected. Jesus, I can't read today. Uh, is expected to be overwhelming due to the attention... The event is received or has received after being denied a permit for a staging area uh, from the Pentagon under Joe Biden, of course. I, I hate the fact that the one president, like, okay, forget that Joe Biden is president for a minute. The president is actually supposed to stand up for America, is, is actually supposed to find a diplomatic solution in all things. In order to protect America. He's supposed to protect America on paper. Okay. But this president, Joe Biden, can't even, can't even like let them have an event in order to remember all the people that fought for this country. You know, I mean, listen, I don't know if uh, Joe Biden has ever been in the military at all or whether he's seen war but if he has shame on him and if he hasn't shame on him again honestly because if he wasn't at all in any military uh, you know service then 
you should actually recognize the importance of people who are fighting for the country. Like, listen, you protect the, you protect America on paper. They protect America on foot. They protect America. There have been so many people that have lost their lives, lost limbs, lost their minds. And I say that in, in, um, a good way. I'm not a good way, but like not in a insensitive way. They have gone through PTSD. They do come home with mental problems. They don't always come home the same. And the president won't even allow the the one like <laughs> the one category of people, okay? That have done the most for this country. Okay? My stepfather and my blood father, they both served in the military. Okay, my uh, stepdad was a st- staff sergeant in National Guard. That's when he retired. He retired after he had his term of being a staff sergeant. All of that. My blood father, he was in the Navy. I am, you know, I'm from a military family. I'm from that. Okay, so when it comes to somebody that tries to upset the people that have fought for this country and, and people that I know that really want this, you know, shame on you. Like, go away. Why are you even the president, Joe? Seriously. The permit was reportedly rejected over COVID-19 health concerns. Now, the one thing that I do have a problem with this, okay, COVID-19, yes, we all know that this is a thing. We all know that this is, you know, a sickness that's going on. This is plagued us since 2020. Okay. But you'd think, and now I'm against the vaccine. I don't believe in the vaccine. I don't believe it works. I, I believe that, you know, it's very corrupt. How fast it came out was very questionable in all of this. But to the public knowledge, okay, you'd think that once they have found a vaccine, that events would open, like, you know, regularly, and we would find some sort of normality, but of course not. And the fact that he's just snubbed a huge percentage of Americans that are just, they were involved in the military or still are, or who have died while serving in the military, you just, you just turned your back on America. You just stuck your nose in the air. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm sorry. I try my best not to cuss. You know this, but it's just angering me. Like, why? Why was why was this a problem for you, Joe? But I love the fact that the people involved in the military and, and, and you know everybody that is honoring the military is still going to have their um, event. You know the national. Executive Director of AMVETS uh, said this attempt to block tradition backfired as he is expecting an even larger than projected crowd over 100,000 riders to show up at RFK Stadium. Uh, There will be several uh, road closures in nation's capital to accommodate the riders as they spread their message of awareness to veteran issues. Um, 
Those efforts are well respected as the group aims to raise awareness of the 22 veterans who die by suicide each day. Mayor Muriel Bowser uh, has officially granted RFK Stadium permission to rent the parking lot to AmVets for this event. So, as much as the president, as much as the democratic government right now tries to push us and tries to control us, it's not going to happen. There's so many patriots out there right now that are willing to go to war against the government in order to have their freedom. And they will not stop. They won't. They won't stop. So don't even try. Because we are the people, okay, especially the military, we are the people that make up America. So you better wake up and understand that, Joe Biden. Okay, listen, OEN is a bit lit today, again. <laughs> um, and I, I said that I wasn't going to start with politics again, but listen, I have to. I have to read this one. I'm real sorry, but I have to read it, okay? It says, report, Hunter Biden bragged about smoking crack with former D.C. Mayor Marion Barry. So let's just, let's just read this, okay? Because I'm kind of entertained by this. So, okay, new reports show Hunter Biden appeared to brag about doing drugs with late Washington, D.C. Mayor Marion Barry. According to reports, leaked audio from Biden's laptop showed um, he touted smoking with Barry during the conversation with a friend. Interesting. So, okay, one thing that I want to say... Um, in my conspiracy podcast, uh, segment, uh, I want to say this third one that's about to come out, um, the government is really in love with drugs. Okay. When it comes to the CIA, when it comes to just the regular government in general, they love drugs. Okay. Um, the only reason why I say that is because when, when we're talking about MK Ultra and, and I will get into it, I will kind of, uh, <laughs> I have a point, I promise. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, but basically, uh, when it comes to MK Ultra, they did use several drugs and tortured people with it. Um, they used LSD, uh, Mac, Max. Maxine or mescaline, mescaline, sorry, mescaline. They use THC, they use cocaine, and they used a whole lot of other drugs in order to torture people, in order to try to keep them controlled, trying to find a way to to use mind control to their advantage. Now, uh, this, I believe, is a generational curse within the government. So when I say that, uh, when I believe that the government loves drugs... I mean it because it's been going on since 1950, like the 1950s on to 1954 and even further into the 70s. And even now, the government loves drugs. It's one of the reasons why the government, uh, that, you know, Kamala Harris doesn't want to, you know, help with the border patrol. She's... Uh, been told that she's like the borders are, but she won't go down there to talk about 
the root problems, which we know are, you know, mainly drug trafficking, child trafficking, and sex trafficking, prostitution, and also their economy down there. But one of the big things is because the drug cartels is actually supplying the government with big amounts of drugs. And that's what I believe. So, when it comes to Hunter Biden smoking crack with a mayor, okay, listen, it's I'm not surprised, honestly, because I believe that, you know, when I've when I've learned about this MK Ultra stuff, when I learned about all this stuff, I just realized like they're just a bunch of idiots. Okay? They're just a bunch of idiots smoking crack with each other. They they smoked crack, they they did weed, they uh, injected themselves with LSD just to see what would happen, you know, in, in research, air quotes, and basically the government is built on drug addicts. And, um, yes, I believe it because Hunter Biden is smoking crack with Marion Barry. So, I mean, it, it's not, it's not a surprise. Okay. And I know that he's also, you know, been, uh, involved with child sex trafficking, which I'm really hoping that <coughs> he does get caught with. They do have Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, I don't know what they're trying to, uh, I don't know what they're waiting for. I mean, all the evidence is there. So anyway, uh, additionally, Biden can be heard recalling that he smoked crack with uh, the former DC mayor at least once at a bar, Barry used it to frequently, uh, go to, oh my goodness, (laughs) sorry. Additionally, Biden has, uh, can be heard recalling that he smoked crack with the former DC mayor at least once at a bar, uh, Barry used to frequently, used frequently near Georgetown University. There's a lot of typos in here, that's why I'm kind of like, what are they talking about? <sighs> Georgetown University. Okay. Biden graduated from Georgetown in 1992 and has been known for his decades-long struggle with drug addiction. Okay. The audio file uh, is obtained from... Or was obtained from the hard drive copied from the damaged laptop that was left at a repair shop in Wilmington, Delaware in April 2019 and was allegedly never retrieved. Uh, Barry was notably arrested uh, for crack possession in 1990 uh, after part of an FBI sting operation and served six months behind bars. Uh, Succeeding his release, he was elected for the fourth term as mayor and later denied ever having smoked crack. Uh, Barry passed away later that year. Uh, well, respect to his family, honestly. Um, the death is nothing to laugh about, but, uh, honestly, though, it, it doesn't surprise me that, uh, people in, you know, like the elites, you know, the celebrities and the politicians and the president and the CIA and the FBI, they're all involved. They're all involved for whatever reason. And uh, it doesn't surprise me at all. I just found it funny because it's like, 
we've been trying so hard to hunt down like Hunter Biden and what he's been doing for so long. And I, I, I saw this article. I'm like, you know what? I got to talk about it. I got to talk about it. Florida concert promoter charges $18 for vaccinated patrons, $999 for non-vaccinated. That's not fair. Listen, that's, that's trash. That's trash. Okay. A Florida concert promoter announced he will be charging uh, concert goers $18 if they are vaccinated and $999 if they are not. So basically $1,000, you know, if you add tax. Uh, Paul Williams of Leadfoot Promotions told reporters that concert goers must bring a photo ID and their vaccination card to purchase uh, the discount the, the discounted tickets to next month's show. Williams is hoping to encourage people sitting on the fence about being vaccinated to get vaccinated. Yeah, stupid uh, Williams reportedly said, I also wanted to be a, be, oh God, I also wanted it to be a vaccine drive to get the fence sitters off the fence. I wanted to get the kids that want to go to the shows to go out and get their shots. The punk rock concert was announced the same day Gov- Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill that penalizes businesses um, verifying vaccinations $5,000 per violation. The concert will be held in St. Petersburg, Florida on June 26th, five days before law goes into effect on July 1st. (laughs) Trying to get away with it, honestly. Uh, The promoter explained that he isn't denying uh, entry to unvaccinated individuals. He simply said their ticket will just be more expensive. Yeah, whatever, bro. Although William said so far no one has bought any of the 999 tickets. Yeah, because it's ridiculous. We'd rather just sit outside and listen. Stupid. There's other ways to get into your concert. You do know that, right? I'll cue the advertisement now. Okay, next up is world news. 76 bodies recovered from capsized boat in Nigeria. Uh, At least 76 people have died after an overload riverboat capsized in northeast Nigeria. A burial ceremony uh, was held on Saturday for victims of the fatal incident um, in the Kebi region. 
uh, which sent more than 150 passengers into waters below. Authorities believe that the boat capsized because of the amount of people on board, many of whom were believed to be traders uh, traveling north to the markets there. Um, President Mohamedou Buhari uh, called the mishap devastating after the country's island waterways authority said that only 20 people had been rescued um, and another 156 were still missing. Oh my god. Um, recovery efforts reportedly persisted through Friday as survivors gave harrowing accounts of the event. The survivors spoke uh, of their friends who were lost at sea, uh, stating she made every effort to help hold on to them before they were washed away. I lost my friends. They were saying, Miriam, don't let us die. Miriam, don't let us die. Oh my god. That's just... That's tragic. Um, at least 22 people were rescued and taken to hospitals where they were later discharged. Authorities say they will be looking to review maritime laws to prevent another tragedy. I am very sorry for all of the deaths uh, that happened in this incident. My prayers and my thoughts go out to the families that are suffering right now. Okay, this one is from the Philippines. It says, Philippines halts uh, deployment of workers to Saudi Arabia. Okay. Um, the Philippines has suspended the deployment of workers to Saudi Arabia after it received reports that their employers and recruiters were making them pay for COVID-19 testing, quarantine, and insurance um, upon arrival in the kingdom. Uh Labor security uh, Sylvester Bello said that uh, in a May, <laughs> May 27th order that this department will issue an official statement on resumption of deployment after this matter has been clarified accordingly. Uh, it was not immediately clear how many Filipinos uh bound for Saudi Arabia would be directly affected. Saudi Arabia was most uh, preferred was the most preferred destination of overseas Filipino workers in 2019. Government data showed uh, hosting one of the five Filipinos who landed uh, jobs abroad during that year. Uh, more than a million Filipinos work in Saudi Arabia. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Many in construction or as domestic helpers or nurses. Saudi Arabia's embassy in Manila, Manila, um, did not immediately respond to Reuters' request for comment uh, outside office hours. Filipinos in Saudi Arabia sent more than 1.8 billion. Uh, remin remin I don't even know that word in 2020, making it an important source 
of foreign exchange inflows a key driver of Philippines' consumption-led economy. Shout out to Switzerland again. This little story is for you. Swiss to reopen restaurants and ease quarantine rules. Uh, the Swiss government has announced further steps to ease COVID-19 restrictions as the average number of new daily infections dropped a thousand for most uh, for the first time since October. All right. Restaurants will be allowed to serve guests indoors as of next Monday and limits an outdoor gathering both in public and private will be raised to a maximum of 350 respectively public. Uh, let's see here. Um, events indoors are also allowed for up to 100 with safety and hygiene conditions in place. The government also decided to lift a rule on mandatory work from home, or work from home, sorry, uh, and gave the green light for regular face-to-face -face courses at university and colleges, universities and colleges. I need to go back to bed. That's what I need to do. Um, sports often will make I am not going to, um, I'm not, I'm not going to reread this. So, sports events will be made fully accessible for spectators by the end of August, following a series of trials with a limited number of spectators starting in June. Quarantine regulators are due to be lifted in principle for people who have been vaccinated or have recovered from COVID-19 infection. This doesn't apply to people traveling from countries with virus variants of significant concern. Masks remain compulsory indoors and outside when it is when it's not possible to keep a mini minimum of uh, distance of 1.5 meters between people. We can say that the government's anti-COVID strategy has worked well. And Interior Minister said, Interior Minister Alton Bursett uh, at a news conference in, on Wednesday, adding that the current relaxation step is going beyond what, is, what was planned a few weeks ago. Um, every day brings us closer to the end of the pandemic but we have to tread carefully, he cautioned. Next step in July. The vaccination campaign has accelerated uh, in recent weeks with many ca cantons, cantons uh, opening up vaccination to the entire adult population. So far, 17.5% of Swiss population have been vaccinated according to the Federal Office of Public Health. The uh, largest amount is part of a gradual phase-out of restrictions. Uh, the government is considering further steps for July. Bursett said normal life could resume if all people are willing to get the jabs um, are vaccinated. 
See, you're not always going to, um, you're not always going to have that demographic of people that want to always get the vaccine. Not everybody's going to want that. So you're going to have to find some sort of alternative for the will of people who don't want that, who don't want to take it. Because there are people that don't want to take it for many reasons, such as physical health problems that go along with, um, the vaccine. So you got to find something, you got to find some kind of common ground with that. Um, and that just goes not just for the Swiss government, but just for every government that's like trying to push this vaccine. It isn't an experimental vaccine. This is not at all, has not all been tested before it came out. And uh, I just don't like it. I don't like it. That's just not okay. He didn't give a precise date of when it is, when this could be achieved, but added that in an optimistic scenario, this could be the case in mid-August or September. Comments under this article have been turned off. Okay, yeah, that that's that's the whole um, article. Well, I'm glad that the COVID restrictions are starting to relax in Switzerland. The one thing that I do have a problem with, of course, in any government, actually, not just in the Swiss government, okay? And I don't mean to badmouth anybody who is listening who comes from Switzerland. Trust me, I love you. I'm happy that you're listening. But when it comes to any government that is trying to push the vaccine, it should be a choice. It really should be. It should be a choice. Now, I know everybody's going to have their, you know, opinions about COVID-19 and how people who don't take the vaccine are a risk to other people who might get it. But you got to understand that the vaccine for one, has not been tested. We do know that it contains MRC5, which is aborted baby fluid. Um, let's see, what else? It does give people uh, Bell's palsy. It has been proven that people have been getting allergic reactions to this. So the vaccine is not for everybody, unfortunately. Uh I don't like vaccinations. I don't like medicine in general because, for one, uh, going back to my MK Ultra conspiracy uh, thing, there is a lot of drugs, like illegal drugs, in medication. So what in the world are they putting in our vaccines? You know, what what are they putting in our vaccines? You know, if they can put LSD and diabetes medication, Cymbalta, and a whole lot of other antidepressants and other medicine, what are they doing with, you know, the, um, the vaccines now? I don't trust it. So, I mean, call me crazy, but I just don't trust it. Alright, that is all for now. I will see you guys in the trenches next time. Have a wonderful Memorial Day. Love you veterans. Love you soldiers, marines, everybody that is in the military service. Have a good Memorial Day. Love you very much. Much respect.